welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my successful co-host, Mina Kunlosita. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. All right. Successful, huh? That's a big word. How do you feel when I say you're successful? (laughs) I feel fine with it. That's what I've been working for, right? Yeah. So, I mean, my blood, sweat, and tears going in to be a success. Um, it's so funny because we're going to have a download for everybody um, in this episode. So make sure your ears peaked. It's going to be at theproductboss.com slash success. I was thinking, I hope people know how to sell or how to spell, spell success as success. And I was just thinking, well, hopefully successful people know how to spell success. at least. And if you don't, <laughs> Google it. Yeah. I, I feel like it should autocorrect. You know, or ask the A device. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm just kidding. People, have, our listeners are like, we're not idiots, but guess what? We need help sometimes adding five. Oh plus my five. gosh! You know how many, I literally could not count to four the other day. I was I kept recounting myself as the people in the group. So it's not anything. I mean, we literally have only so many brain capacity in a day. You know, sometimes you're a good speller, sometimes you're not. Depends on the day. So stick with us as we share how to be successful. No. All right. Mm -hmm. So today's episode is a good one. This is something that we've been working on. And, you know, we worked with over 50,000 students in our programs and our challenges and our courses and our masterminds and all the things. And we have consistently, between Mina and I starting our own product-based businesses and the success that we've had to what we've seen our students create is this incredible way to get from $0 to $100,000. And we have this zero to 100K success method. And through this, what we've really established, and a lot of you know us for this, is the bestseller. And we've created a bestseller staircase. So if you want this download where we're going to, we show you the bestseller staircase and the success method, like Mina said in the beginning, all you have to do is go to theproductboss.com slash success to get your free download. Um, And if you, like we said, if you don't know how to spell it, just Google it. <laughs> yeah. Two C's, two S's. <laughs> if you've been listening for a while, you know that Doug and I used to say, and we still do, one of our um, programs that we had was called The Top. And we would say, there's room at the top for all of us. And the staircase kind of, it reminds me of kind of the hill that I would see, you know, all of us as product entrepreneurs on. And it would be like getting to the top, right? So that there's the first step. And then we'll share that with you. And then going upwards, there's the second step that stacks on top of it, of course. And then the third step. And then it just makes it easy because you're going up to 100,000 and you're just kind of like stepping your way up to the top. And this is the way that we've seen people do it. And I will say that this has been the what it feels counterintuitive at first because you're like, ooh, this feels like I'm doing less or something. But also because um, this is for small businesses. We really, really are about bootstrapped, you know, typically organic, um, small product businesses. And this is what we've seen for the path for um, for all of us, you know, at that level, getting beyond that, all the way up to 
you know, multi-million dollar businesses, but this is the zero to hundred K that we're really, we know that if you do this, it will help you get the right step in front of the other. Right. So this method could help you hit a hundred K. Now, when I say this, some of you out there might be like, yes, I want this. And you might be leaning in. Some of you out there might be leaning out and thinking, Ooh, that sounds like for somebody else. Sounds like hard work. (laughs) Sounds like hard work. Sounds like I need to know more about business. Sounds like something that feels like you're pulling back and not leaning in. I want you to take a breath and I want you to lean in because we said how to get to 100K, but whatever your financial goal is, right? Whether it's you just want to consistently bring in an extra $2,000 a month to Mm -hmm. help your family out, right? Or to provide a sort of lifestyle that you want. Let's say that you want this to be a $50,000 a year business. Let's say you want it to be an $80,000 a year business. Whatever you want this business to be, lean in, take a listen. Because what you pull away from this episode is still going to be helpful because no matter what, and you heard this in the previous episode, was that we want it to feel easy. We want to remove overwhelm. We want to remove that um, fear factor to growing business and the unknown because we've been there. Mina and I are bootstrap mm-hmm. businesses. We've both started multiple businesses on our own. We've worked as solopreneurs. We funded them ourselves with, you know, money from other jobs until the businesses that we built could, you know, support themselves. So we get what it takes to get there. And we want you to know that your foot is on the gas pedal and you get to choose how fast you want to get there or if you want to ease off for a bit, depending on the season you're in. But let's lean in and dig into this together. Right. So step one is where we we started off with. And if you're in the workshops with us and you're listening to this in real time, this is what we really um, talk to you about in our free workshops and in our challenge, because you need this step one in order to get to step two, step three. Okay. So the first part of that is that you apply the 80-20 rule for your products, meaning that 80% of the results, the revenue, 80% of you know, what you become known for will come from 20% of your products. So what does that also mean? 80% of the results come from 20% of your efforts, right? So we really want you to, as a small business, because you have limited time, you have limited resources as far as money and time and energy, take 20% of that and that shall reap 80% of the reward that we you know, are teaching you about. We always teach about this over and over. And that's uh, the bestseller staircase of, um, and we usually do it in our free workshops and our challenges because this is the baseline, like I said. And then also the second part of that, and I'm going to have Jack and go into step two after this, but second part of that, that we teach you how to do it is we help you identify and strategically lean into your bestsellers. So a lot of people get confused on what do you mean by bestsellers? You know, what do you mean by it? Does this count as a bestseller? Does that count as a bestseller? And we, in our workshops and challenges, will help you for free, identify and strategically know how to lean into your bestsellers. What are you going to do? How are you going to start talking about them more? When are you going to start doing promotions around them? That sort of thing. So make sure you sign up. Those are at theproductboss.com slash holiday. um, And that should get you- and the yeah, for the free. Yeah, and the challenges. It should get you to the challenges if it's you're listening to this in hindsight time as well. Or, you know. If you're in the past. 
yes, devote yes. them to the future. No. Um, and I um, want to share a couple examples like to m- help you kind of wrap your head around this. And these are students that are in multi-stream machine with us, our signature program. The doors are reopening for our final time of registration in 2022. So make sure to come to multistreammachine.com, get on the wait list so that you can join us in September when the doors open for just a week. You just have a week to sign up. So make sure to get in. So step one on this bestseller staircase, I want to talk about Brooke of Be Happy. And I know you've heard us talk about her, but we've got some very successful students. And this is someone that I just want to give in context of an example of someone who applied the 80-20 rule for her products. And she identified and strategically leaned into her bestsellers. So Brooke sells hand-knit hats. And Mm -hmm. Brooke had baby hats, like newborn hats, toddler, kid hats, adult hats. And Brooke can make all the colors possible. But she, what she realizes when she leaned into her bestsellers and she looked at the 80-20 rule and she looked at what she was selling, she realized there were two types of hats that sold. They were the adult hats mainly. And it was a slouch hat and the pom-pom hat. Then we go from there and we say, okay, this is driving you your revenue. Now, what color variations are the things that are working really well? And so she was able to look at her hats and figure out which of the color variations were her bestsellers. So instead of Brooke making 100 different variations of each hat for each size, she was like, okay, I see that these colorways really work. Let me double down and do more of these and sell more of them. Also, Brooke took that 80-20 rule and realized that 80% of her revenue came from 20% of her products. And so she took the adult hats and she scaled that to wholesale. It wasn't kids and babies and different, you know, buyers and things like that, because that's when your life gets complicated. That's when things start to feel less easy when you're trying to find stores that sell to babies and stores that sell to kids and stores that sell to adults. And you're trying to sell them all the things. So she was really able to strategically focus on her bestseller, which was step one, to be able to scale and grow her business with ease. And so she's doing that right now. Can I give another flip side sure. example too? So a lot of times what we, when, when people hear about the 80-20 and leaning into bestsellers, they're like, but I only have a couple products. We ran into this with Aaron of Simple Purposeful Living, also with um, Sarah Wagner of um, Heartland Lettering, right? They don't know if it's enough, for example. So they think in their minds, okay, so for example, Erin, she had her meal planner. She had other things, but she had her meal planner. She had no, she has notebooks, she has checklists, that sort of thing. But she had her meal planner and she's thinking, but will that be enough to reap the 80%? Is that enough to get me, you know, the, tw- the, the, the 20% of my products, even though I only have like, let's say, you know, she, she maybe has like five products, four products, you know, her main one being her meal planner. And they're, they're, that's kind of her core product and everything is kind of, you know, in that the meal planner is in the middle and everything else is kind of like outside that concentric circle. But it did, right? She, she was able to get it on Amazon. She was able to get it into different places. She also has, a, um, she, she initially started her business to fund her adoption, she adopted her son. And um, then now her whole family, they have a small but mighty team, but it's just her family, right? So um, they work with her in production and everything. So in her case, yes, it did. The 20% did reap the 80, 80, per, 80%, you know, and it didn't take an extensive line. You're not having to eliminate that much in that case. Also the same with Sarah Wagner. She took a few things and she scaled those, you know, onto Amazon and onto 
um, in, influencers helping her sell. It wasn't that, I think a lot of times people are like, ooh, but is this enough or can I do that? Yes, you can, especially to 100,000 because you're leaning into, you're identifying it first, not telling yourself, oh, I need more or this isn't enough and I need to you know, apply the 80-20 rule that Jacqueline and Mina told me, but I don't have enough products. I don't have 100 products to look at. You don't need 100 products. You look at what you have and you identify and you strategically lean into your bestsellers. So that way you know, okay, this will give me the results that I want. And it's only from figuring out what my core line of products is. Right. Absolutely. So I hope that makes sense. So moving on to step two in the bestseller staircase is what we say at this point is that we want you to streamline and scale your profits with the right pricing. Because so many times where you, my friends, are underpricing your products, right? Or you're thinking, well, what will the market bear? Or my competitors on Etsy are selling it for this. There's no way it can be the higher priced item, right? A lot of times we're racing to the bottom versus setting the price standard, but also at the right margins. So this is when you start to be able to streamline and scale your your profits with the right profit, profit, sorry, right pricing. You also can create a solid foundation of systems for your bestsellers. So let's dig into that a bit more, Mina. Yeah. So now that you've discovered, identified, and strategically discovered what your bestsellers are, how do you make more money? Well, from our last episode, it's not from more work. It's from looking at okay, now that I know that these meal planners are making me more money, how can I make sure that I streamline and scale my profits? Well, profits are all about margin, like what Jacqueline was saying, right? So you need to make sure that your expenses stay low and your your profit and your pricing stays high. So you're not just busy, but you understand, okay, this is making me the bulk of my money. How can I really streamline and scale this to be super profitable? The other part of this is has a lot to do with systems. So if you can build your systems around your bestsellers, your life would just be immensely easier because you your production team knows what to do, your shipping team knows what to do, your you know hiring, you know what to do, all those different things that if you build systems, your photographers know what to do, you know, all of that, you're able to really create a solid foundation around your bestsellers to make it more profitable and more easy, easier. It's just, it comes easier. So once you've identified and strategically leaned into your bestsellers from that step one, now you're looking at it and you're really understanding the nuance of being a business owner. Oh, okay. This is going really well. How can I really think about the time, right? The time and the money that I could save and and scale in this case. So that's step two. That's right. really what it's about. So a couple of our students I want to just talk about here with multi-stream machine students that have used these steps and that are being are successful and are either approaching 100K, have hit 100K or past 100K. Um, one person I want to talk about also, superstar in the community is Suzanne of Three Best Bakery. So Suzanne actually came to us during one of our challenges where she was able to ask us a question live and we sort of coached her live on this call and Suzanne's a bakery in Arkansas, one of the most expensive bakeries in Arkansas, according to Suzanne, but her cookies were a dollar each. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I say that with a chuckle because she felt like in the small town that she lives in, that she couldn't price anything higher than a dollar because her customers were used to going to bakeries or going to Walmart to buy their cookies. And so a dollar per cookie was a lot. 
Now, when she came to us and she started thinking about pricing for profit, right? Not just sort of trying to do what she thinks the market will bear without any sort of strategy behind it or any sort of research. We started talking to her and we were like, okay, time to raise your prices. You know, what's your labor? What's the cost of the raw goods that are going into it? Um, What kind of money do you want to make? Because at that point to hit $100,000, she had to make 100,000 cookies. It's a lot of cookies for a baker. So as she raised it, you know, she 3X'd her price point. She went from $1 to $3. Sounds Mm -hmm. like a lot. But guess what? She sold just as many of them. She brought in a higher quality customer. She got to make less cookies. She didn't have to make 100,000 cookies. She made less cookies and hit $100,000 faster and with more ease without having to make more units. And that was because she was thinking about her pricing. She was thinking about her profit. And I mean, cut to where Susanna is today. And she's opened a bigger bakery, a bigger space. And she was just named the number one cookie in Arkansas. Amazing. And she really understood that it took systems too with queuing in her inventory of amount of cookies, but also her... Um, the inventory, but also she ships nationwide. So getting shipping in there. But also I wanted to mention, going back to step one and the example of Suzanne. So Suzanne, one of her bestsellers was also cakes, custom cakes. Now, if you're thinking about effort and you're thinking about the 80-20 rule, we teach you this in the workshops, it wasn't going to be her custom cakes that was going to be able to go to step two with her. Because step the step one of her identifying, yes, my cakes are my bestseller, but they require the most effort, the most expense, the most time, the most, you know, woman power in order to get that 80%, right? So it doesn't make it be the bestseller in the version that we're trying to say here. So when she gets to step two and she's scaling the profit, now she can scale the profit on a cake, but imagine if she could do that with the cookies that the whole thing ends up being very aligned with her in how she wants to grow her business, right? Because she did she did want to ship nationwide. She did want to become known as, you know, this bakery in Arkansas that could that really could ship anywhere with these delicious smash cookies that she has that are beautiful that you can gift, you know, your loved ones with or eat during the holidays. Or eat on a weekend or a weekday. Yeah, whenever. Or anytime. But, right. And that's a good point because a lot of times, and this is what we teach inside of the workshops, and so jump in at theproductclass.com slash holiday if you still want access to all of these amazing... For free. For free trainings. But this is this is why we talk about this and it's so important because, and you will hear us talk about it forever and ever, is because we know that this can be easy. We know that there is an, a method that we have created and established and proven time and time again that will create ease and an easier way of you getting there, right? We want you to get your, to your first 100K. And then once you pass that 100K, you get to choose. The sky is the limit, right? Yeah, we have a business we, that we help build to $10 million by using I mean, our bestseller framework. 50,000 students, you know? Yeah. And when you, we're, we're telling you, we're giving you a staircase, we, we know it's proven. It's gotten so many students all the way up to 100,000, well, well beyond that. And this is the what, the what you need to do. So we're sharing the three steps with you. If you want to know the how, if you want to know how to price, if you want to know how to set up a good system for shipping, for inventory, for photos, if you want to know how to do any of those things, it's in Multistream Machine, which is our, our signature program. So if you want to know how and to take the next the other step beyond step three that we're going to go into now, that really is how we teach you 
We're teaching you what you need to do, but if you need the extra help of how, we're here for you as well. So Jacqueline, what is step number three? So step three has two more things inside. So it's create multiple ways to market for visibility to get more eyes and referrals, and then create multiple ways to sell for consistent sales revenue. So let's dig into that. Now, this is something that we do. We teach inside of Multistream Machine. It's something really big that we're talking about, especially in this season with the economy doing what the economy is doing and and spending habits and consumer buying habits and all the things is that we really want you to think about multiple ways to market and multiple ways to sell. But another word for this is diversification. Mm -hmm. It's not diversification of the product. It's diversification of where people can find your product and where they learn and discover about your product. And how you're talking about it. And how you're talking about it. So we can go back to Suzanne and her and her smash cookies. Let's like use as, that as an example. Okay. So Suzanne is a brick and mortar. She's two now in Arkansas. Um, but when she first started with us, she had her one brick and mortar. So foot traffic was one of the ways that she got marketing. Word of mouth. Right? Word of mouth. Um, that sort of in-person feel. And Suzanne was spending a lot of time on Instagram. A lot of mm-hmm. time. Right? Everybody raises hand. <laughs> and everyone says, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but she was spending a ton of time on there, creating content, following all the things that we teach, creating all the things. Now she was having results from that and people were buying from her nationally, but it wasn't, it wasn't with that ease of what she wanted. So let's just talk about visibility, right? So it wasn't with that ease that she wanted, but she was still doing it. She was still showing up. She was still following the roles that Marky Mark Zuckerberg had presented to her. Now, what she did though, is she was like, okay, I've got my bestseller, which are my smash cookies. I know these smash cookies have the right profit margin now because I have the right profit pricing. I know what people want and what they want to buy. So where does she take it? So then Suzanne decided that she was going to try TikTok, for example. Mm-hmm. And- but it wasn't just TikTok because I know we talk about Suzanne and TikTok, but it was Suzanne and TikTok and collaborations on TikTok because mm-hmm. she started collaborating with comedians on TikTok to, um, they're like basically brand ambassadors at this point. I didn't know that TikTok was like really big on comedy stand-up. Apparently that's the case. And um, she started, well, I mean, there's lots of things, apparently podcasters too on TikTok, but she really, (laughs) but she also showed two things, right? She strategically, she didn't willy nilly go into TikTok. You know, she thought, okay, how am I going to do this? Well, I'm going to test and try TikTok, but also I'm going to test and try collaborations on TikTok as well. So that mm-hmm. was just, I want to, I want to put more, um, context in there. Yeah. <laughs> context now, of her moving to TikTok. Right. You know? So she went on there and she started doing amazing videos. She actually did her sugar cookies as well, where she's flooding the sugar cookies. Um, she started to see virality. So this is another thing with your bestseller. She also understands her best selling content. And when I say that is, you know, flooding these cookies and then the slowdown and the speed up of of like her cookie views of how she makes the cookies to go follow three best bakery on TikTok to be a part of this amazingness and then go support her and buy some cookies. Um, but she saw what was working and she even took what was working on TikTok and then she moved it over to Instagram. And while it gets traction, it doesn't get by far the traction that she gets on TikTok. But mm-hmm. she went with her best sellers. She went with the things she wanted to sell more of and she took it to another market to do. And like Mina said, the other thing, and we teach collaborations inside of multi Machine, is she looked into how to magnify where she sells and how she sells. So she started working with comedians. Now she's like the number one go-to for some 
big celebrities out there that are on some that were on some major TV shows that make you cry every week, like real good big shows. Now, these celebrities are also like coming to through Best Bakery for all of their gifting needs for all of the TV Who shows. Who would that imagine? They do. do you think that would have happened if she would have stuck with her dollar cookies from a bakery in Arkansas? No, do you think right? a big like Emmy Award like nominee, I don't know if you won or Emmy, someone who had was up for an Emmy would be buying dollar cookies and sending them to other Emmy Award winners? No. No. You have to really think about that she took what she was doing, the bestsellers, really branded in a way that made her known as this bakery in Arkansas that was this beautiful bakery and known for her smash cookies that they were like, ooh, you know what? I'm going, she started getting referred, even with being on the Product Boss podcast. She's actually been on the Product Boss podcast if you all want to, if you all want to go back to her episode. But she really became known for her smash cookies. And then it just grew from there, right? She was able to talk less even about her bestsellers because other people were talking with her. She was able to get more clarity with her storytelling and why people were coming from her or coming to her, right? Right. And I think that's the same thing for even Brooke as an example with, um, you know, Be Happy Design. So multiple ways to market for visibility for eyes and referrals. So Brooke took these hats and she and herself is an influencer these days because she's traveling the the nation with an RV and her children and people love to follow her. Travelers love to follow her. Um, also, when she's at, you know, the camp spots and people see her and they see her knitting and they see her hats and they ask her about it. And then it's word of mouth and she's kind of gone viral within that community in itself. So it wasn't like Brooke was like, oh, let me start making you all blankets so we can sit around the campfire together. Mm-hmm. It was the hats. It was the bestsellers. It was for the adults. And then if someone comes up to her and be like, oh, you're the hat lady. <laughs> I don't know if they did that term, <laughs> but let's just say they did. I don't think, I don't know. Maybe one person would <laughs> say that say, They're like, you're the hot lady in the RV and the thing. Um, and they're like, I, oh my goodness, I saw so-and-so wearing your pom-pom rainbow heart hat, you know? Mm-hmm. And because they're seeing the pom-pom rainbow heart hat everywhere, it's referable, you see it, and people buy what they see. Yeah. So the second part of step three was create multiple ways to sell for consistent sales revenue. Yeah. So same so- idea. Same idea, but like what Jacqueline is saying, this is just another version of diversification. You're taking what you sell, your bestseller, and you're putting it onto multiple places. Now, I didn't say put all your things onto multiple places. I said your bestseller onto multiple places. So you lead with your bestseller always. And the reason why we say create multiple ways to sell for consistent sales revenue is because a lot of us know that if you have all your eggs in one basket, then that is the opposite of consistency. Because if that gets knocked out from under you, you become a very unstable, you know, business that is not consistent at all because you need because you're too dependent on one one in one revenue stream. So multiple ways that you're selling is how you create consistency in a small business. Because if one gets knocked out from under you, then you know you have more in the pipeline. And then also, you're not having to, I don't know, like take care or manage a hundred different products on a hundred different places to a whole bunch of different audiences. That's the hardest way to do it. Yeah. So when we talk about diversification and using our bestseller, you know, staircase and this method from zero to 100K, we've seen 
businesses, time and time again, thousands of businesses that have identified their bestsellers and they've grown their business without having to make all the things. So another example, and I know we talk about her as well, but Sarah Wagner of Heartland Lettering. Sarah is an Etsy seller. She still sells on Etsy. She makes tumblers and custom made tumblers. And she makes, she was making bottles like shampoo bottles, soap bottles, and they were custom made. And when she joined Multistream Machine and she leaned into this bestseller method, she said, okay, what are people buying that's easy for me to scale? It was this, the soap bottles. Let's just call them. They were white bottles with black tops. She's got variations of that now. But when she started, she did that. She created a bundle and she put that on Amazon. So she didn't go on Amazon and say, okay, I'm going to put all of my tumblers. I'm going to put every single bottle I can ever come up with on Amazon. She took the white bottles with the black tops with three different you know um, words on them, put them up there. And she was able to double her revenue, triple her revenue, quadruple her revenue just by taking her bestseller and diversifying that. You know, she sells online, direct to consumer. She sells on Instagram. She sells on Etsy. But where she really grew her business was taking her bestseller and putting it on Amazon as a sales platform, for example. Yeah. Even if we carry the story through of Suzanne, right? Suzanne, when she started that second bakery, she could have started talking more about her brownies. She certainly has them. She could talk about her, like I said, her custom cakes. She could talk about her, um, I don't know, her coffee. Let's just say she sells coffee. Um, I, it's like I'm trying to come up with the desserts and it's the only time I can't come up with them. Um, what else do they sell at bakeries? <laughs> <laughs> Could have been the custom cake shop. Yeah. Or Dutch letters or something, you know, I don't know. So it could be all these different things. No, what she ended up doing was that she really, when she's on social media, when she's going online, she knows that she talks about the smash cookies. She leads with the smash cookies. She also, you know, leads with cookies in general, right? So like the flooding of the cookies and she um, leads them in a certain way. She's not talking about all the things everywhere to everyone. That makes it really, really hard for a small business to to ever get known for anything. So when you're in multiple places, you try to have 80% of your results come from 20% of your products. So you can stay consistent in how you talk about it, how you sell it, and how you um, are visually and uh, like how you present yourself in the online world, right? What you're known for, how you position yourself you make it easier on yourself that way. Right. And so, for example, just going back to Three Best Bakery, when I look, I'm just jumped on her Instagram really fast. And now she sells cookies. She sells brownies. She sells cakes. She sells a lot of amazing, delicious things that you know you should all mm-hmm. go buy currently. But if you look at the majority of her posts and her content, it's around cookies. So mm-hmm. she's a bakery, yes, but she's known for cookies. That so she can compete and hold her own against national chains that are now known for cookies that are popping up in the town near you. Yeah. And she can still be named number one. She could still be growing a profitable business because she's known for something and it is her bestseller. And she came up with it. It's her thing. And I know that some of you out there are like, but I make jewelry or I make handmade stone jewelry or I make um, pottery or I make art or, you know, how do I become known for this? You don't have to invent something. It doesn't have to be like the smash cookie invented, but it's just being known for that so that you're referable. So people will be like, oh, you're into gemstone jewelry that has like a meaning. Okay, go you go to Rachel Dunn Jewelry, for example. Right. However, it can't just be, oh, I really want it to be, I want to be known for candles 
and I'm just going to sell everything to everybody. The whole thing is that you have your own take on it. You are all creative entrepreneurs. You have your own version of it. Even when you're thinking about, you know, your bestseller, you can't just say, oh, I really want this vanilla candle to be my bestseller. Well, unless people are paying with their dollars to show you that vanilla candle is is your um, bestseller, then you're going to have to keep testing until it's proven to be a viable product that it is bestseller worthy, I guess. You know, like it can't just be, you can't just pick and choose it. What determines a bestseller is your customer. If they're if they're the ones who are putting their money and buying it and and you know casting their vote to that to have that be your bestseller. Yeah. So if you're a startup business, a smaller business, and you don't feel like you maybe have that data, I would definitely invite you into our workshops and our challenge. We go over this on how to get that data. Um, I would love for you to download this download that is totally free for you if you go to theproductboss.com/success. And it's going to help start you to step that way because it's data. Like Mina and I are high fact finders. We really look at data and data is the thing that's going to tell you. Like the numbers don't lie. So even if you've only ever sold 10 things, what are the majority of the things you sold? Now, some of you out there might be like, well, I sold 10 things, but they were 10 random things because I made just 10 random things and tried to sell them all. Well, great. Are they buying necklaces? Are they buying bracelets? Are they buying chunky jewelry? Are they buying thin jewelry? Like start to just pull apart what people are leaning towards and what they're attracted to. And when you start to be able to identify that step-by-step, then you could start to make more of those and try and sell more of those and really get the true data. But nonetheless, this is really effective if you want to get, if you want to get from zero to $100,000, if you lean into your bestsellers and even past 100,000, because we've seen this happen Mm -hmm. as well, you could make a ton of money. You can build a beautiful business with ease, without the overwhelm, feeling just really good and confident about this business, turning it from a hobby into a business that supports you and your lifestyle. So follow our method. If you follow our method, we will get you there faster and with more ease and more success than sometimes when we're doing this all alone. And it is a hard journey by ourselves. So stick with us. Yeah. And if you haven't already, make sure you get into our workshops and our challenges because this fall to holiday season is going to be unlike any other. And we are here for you to help you through it with methods like this that really can change your life and change your business. So again, that is theproductboss.com slash holiday. And you can get the link in the show notes as well. To join us in the workshop. See you in there. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. 
You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. Bye.